Good morning. This is Dina Marie with a Marian moment on Matre Radio. Well, one of the most popular symbols of love and affection comes in the sign of a heart. In our Catholic faith, we recognize the merciful love of Jesus in his most sacred heart and the love flowing to us from the Blessed Virgin Mary comes from her immaculate heart. With me today to share about the love of Mary and how our faith journey to Christ is strengthened by Mary's heart is Father John Marshall. He serves as pastor at St. John the Baptist Catholic Church and School in Milwaukee. Good morning, Father John. Thanks for being with us today. Good morning, Dina. It's great to be here. Well, I wanted to kick off our conversation by just recognizing uh, St. John the Baptist is one of our amazing parish sites here in the Archdiocese of Portland through the prompting of the Holy Spirit, Archbishop Sample, really working with this amazing parish program. Just give us a little sense of what you've been able to do with your staff and the community at St. John the Baptist. Be happy to. Sure. Um, I started with Amazing Parish right at the beginning of the pandemic, and it was actually the right time at the during a really difficult time because uh, even when I got here and you know and you know several years already in parish ministry I just felt like things are just getting stuck we're just kind of stuck in where we are and and then of course everything got really stuck during the pandemic and so uh, working with them through pastor boot camp and really helping me as a pastor as a priest to really you know soak into this understanding about revitalizing our needs for a parish culture around prayer and discipleship and healthy team building. Uh, it really invigorated me to really want to want to carry this forward into the parish, especially thinking post-pandemic. And, uh, you know, so now we've been at it for three years now. Uh, it's a work in progress, but uh, we are really at a good place uh, in the last three years of work by uh, my leadership team, the PLT is the lingo we say, we just got back from Phoenix, but before we went to Phoenix, we actually, beginning in April, we dedicated ourselves uh, and consecrated ourselves to our Lord through Mary through the 33-day consecration, concluding on the Feast of the Visitation, which which is really for us was a paradigm, an image, uh, the third mystery of the joyful, the, the second joyful mystery of bringing Jesus as Our Lady brought Jesus to Elizabeth and Zechariah. Uh, it's been really transformative and looking at our patron, St. John the Baptist, and preparing a way for others to meet Jesus. Uh, so we're just we're now moving to the next level of our of spreading this culture, revitalizing the parish, especially amongst our all our staff and faculty, especially in the school and our key volunteers. So uh, pray for us that uh, it continues to bear fruit as it has borne fruit within myself and also in my leadership team. Right, right. We're talking with Father John Marshall over at St. John the Baptist Catholic Church and School in the Milwaukee area. And I love that you mentioned, Father John, that making a Marian consecration to Jesus through Mary. And I love this quote from Vatican II. It says, everyone should have a genuine devotion to Mary and entrust his or her heart or his or her life to her motherly care, you know, for you as a priest in your vocation, in your ministry, how has that like unfolded for you? You know, I think for me is I, I would say like when I was, a, when I was younger, when I was getting out of high school, it's so easy to want to run away from home, especially mom and just kind of be on your own. And I would say for me as a priest, my love and affection for Mary has always been there. But I also kind of had that momentary, you know, desire, momentary, probably unconscious at times, running away, kind of focusing so much on what I had to do as a priest and forgetting I had a mother 
not only my own mom, my own natural mother, but I had a spiritual mother, uh, the blessed mother in my life. And it was in the last several years where uh, it really kind of hit home that she's supposed to be part of my life. Because I think you get that point when you're young, you're like, I need mom in my life. I really need a mother in my life. I, I can't be running away from home and how much trouble we can get into when we run away too far from home. And the same thing for me, as far as a priest, you know, it's, uh, and so for me, these last several years, realizing I need her, uh, because as much as her ministry, her mission was to, is to bring Jesus, her son to others. Well, that's the role of a priest. And so what a better side kicks, uh, a patron, a mother, an intercessor, uh, to really help you in your priestly ministry to bring others to Jesus. So, Without her, I, I wouldn't be here for these last 10 years. Uh, and so, and I just, I'm thankful for her that she's uh, really drawn me close to her heart, uh, to her home, to uh, so that I can continue this ministry even further. Right, right. And I know earlier this year, Father John, you went, you served as a spiritual director on pilgrimage, but also you went back for your own pilgrimage. Sometimes when we're the leader, that we're the spiritual leader, it's hard for yeah. us to get in pilgrim mode because you're watching out for everyone else. But you did have the opportunity to go back as a priest. Give us a little sense of that journey of being on pilgrimage and where Mary was present in those pilgrimages. Well, as I said, you know, uh, I had this desire to go on pilgrimage to Medjugorje to kind of give thanks to Our Lady for these 10 years of priesthood. And so I had the privilege of leading 34 people of my 30 people uh, from my parish uh, to go. And it was a phenomenal experience. Uh, I did not come back the same. Uh, my people would say that. And I, I actually felt when I was there, I needed to come back. But I thought maybe I'll go back a year from now or so. But it just became more and more like, no, our Blessed Mother is really saying, I need you back. And uh, so I actually had the opportunity to go back this last month. Uh, to join 277 other priests throughout the world from 34 countries. Uh, and it's the 26th year where they have brought priests for, uh, for the spiritual retreat uh, in Medjugorje. And uh, it was, I realize now why Our Lady brought me back. There was a little bit more she wanted to show me, a little bit more work for myself. Uh, and it was just uh, a beautiful thing seeing uh, Mary's priest sons, uh, my brothers, coming together to pray. Uh, to really uh, be in the school of her love, uh, because we are the ones that are going out and bringing her son to her children. And so wherever best place to be is in one of her schools. And so uh, there's so much I can say, but it was a it was a, a life changing, altering event for myself personally and also as a priest. Right, right. And I know, Father John, as we talk about our vocation, whether we're married, single, priesthood, religious life, we need to have what I call holy friendships. I mean, we need to have those those others that are in our same vocation to connect with. For you as a priest, just to develop the fraternity, the brotherhood with other priests that you can talk freely about what's going on in your ministry. And, and how is Mary part of that build I know she wants to have all of her kids get along. You know, I think right. about how happy she is to see priests getting along and and really connecting with one another. How did that retreat, that spiritual retreat, kind of affect that? You know, I uh, something my mom always says is that the only person that knows how my heart sounds is you. And our our lady knows all the things about us, right? And I think it is extension. We priests really do know each other fairly well, but we don't talk about it. You know, we, we all kind of know what we struggle with. We know what uh, our frustrations are, what our, 
you know, what we are good at and what we're not good at. And, and to really kind of break down those barriers and just as brother priest to say, Hey, I get it. I, I may struggle with the same thing, or I may be frustrated with the same thing in the church or thing in the parish. Uh, I get it. And so uh, to have that understanding that there's no judgment, there's no condemnation. It's only love. Um, love is willing the good of the other. Um, and love is set, setting aside yourself for the other person. Um, and so to be able to have that holy conversation, that loving conversation with the priest, with the brother priest, and especially, you know, I was in Medjugorje, I had two priests from the United States, the only two that I recognized spoke English. Uh, and one of them, we, we became pretty good. Cl- we pre- became pretty close about uh, our ministries. And it was, it was um, really healing. It was really um, life-giving. Yeah. I, and I love that, you know, as you talk about healing and life-giving, I mean, this is the message Archbishop Sample as always, you know, bringing to us and that healing the whole person. A conference is coming up at the end of the year and registration is going to be popping open really soon. So I want to encourage people to look to that as one opportunity to really to Jesus through Mary, we're going to be healed in so many ways. I'm talking with Father John Marshall, pastor at St. John the Baptist Catholic Church and School. In fact, one of your big feast days is coming up at the end. Uh, it's an interesting feast day because it's the beheading, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but it's still a good feast day, right? It's a reminder of martyrdom, you know, to be a yeah. witness, you know, and whether it is to, you know, give up our life or even just give up our life even means, you know, giving up our reputation for the good of the gospel. It's so worth it. Even yeah. Our Lady took that risk. And so uh, we could follow in her example and follow in the example of St. John the Baptist. Right. Well, I want to talk with you more about Our Lady and some of these beautiful feast days coming up, but we are coming up to a break. So hold on the line with me, Father John, and we'll continue our conversation in the next half hour. This is Dina Marie, and I'm back with Father John Marshall, pastor at St. John the Baptist Catholic Church and School in Milwaukee. We've been talking a little bit about his priesthood. He recently took two different pilgrimages to Medjugorje and the last one with over 250 other priests. This is something that has been going on every year where priests come together and minister to each other in the presence of Our Lady. And what is it drawing us closer to Christ? Mary is so is the ultimate Christ-centered vessel, and so she always leads us to her son. This month of August is beautiful because it is dedicated to the Immaculate Heart. We think about the Feast of the Sacred Heart in June, and that whole month is dedicated to Christ's Sacred Heart. But Father John, this month is dedicated to the Immaculate Heart, and we've got two key feast days. There's a few other ones dedicated to Our Lady, but we've got the Assumption and the Queenship of Mary, which are both part of our rosary, our glorious mysteries of the rosary. Um, Give us a little sense of these feast days and the walk with Mary and Jesus. You know, I think uh, the Assumption and the well, let's start. Let's start with the assumption. Uh, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of opportunity to reflect on the significance of that mystery, the significance of of you know why our our blessed mother was assumed into heaven. I mean, why else wouldn't she be assumed into heaven? I guess you know I was kind of reflecting on just my own relationship with Mary and my own you know in the last uh, several years, and especially in the last year of having the opportunity of going to Medjugorje and. You know, our, our Lady really making her herself known in my priesthood, in my in my own personal life. What I see in the Assumption is 
And what I think we all should take from it, and what I take from it, is the fact that, you know, here's our Lord drawing his mother with him in heaven. I need you as part of my ministry. I need you even closer to me, you know, besides all the theological aspects of this mystery of the assumption. For me, it's uh, it's a reminder for us to have our mothers close to us. Uh, it's the, the importance of motherhood in our life, the importance of the mothers in our life. Um, not just, you know, like my own mom, who I love and adhere, and I know she she loves me more than I can probably even say, because people tell me all the time, your mom is so proud of you. And I, you know, I'm very thankful for that. But I, I just see the role of uh, needing our mothers close to us, and especially our Blessed Mother in this mystery. She's uh, she has an uh, she has an important role besides just being the the disciple par excellence, besides being the mother of God, the example of of a courageous yes. You know, uh, this mystery reminds us that we need to draw. We need a mother. We need the presence of our blessed mother close to us. Um, you know, as I was saying, I I think we've all in our in our life. You know, we you know especially when we get near you know the time of when we become adults, we want to run away from mom's house, we want away from dad's house, and kind of be on our own and. Uh, I mean, maybe we do good for a couple of years and then things kind of like we realize mm, that's kind of foolish. And I, I and I see that even in my my life as when I was a young adult, I see that life in my in my priesthood these 10 years, you know, where it's so easy. It's like I got to focus on what I need to do. I need to focus on what I have and what what life or ministry has in store for me. But when you draw too far away from the mother's heart, um, she's always there. Uh, it's you know, we can run into some trouble. And so I think the, uh, for me, at least the assumption is a reminder of keeping our mothers close, our mother close, our blessed mother close as Jesus. It was, it wasn't beneath the son of God, uh, to have his mother, not just with him on here during his time on earth, but also the, with him in heaven, uh, to continue his ministry through us, uh, in the church. And so, uh, for us, when we, when we meditate on the, on the, on the, on the assumption, it, it's a reminder to bring our, our our blessed mother close to us, also including our our natural and our spiritual and our adopted mothers. And I think for the the fifth uh, glorious mystery, the coronation of our blessed mother as queen of heaven and earth, it's the choice to have her as queen of our hearts, you know, as as the mother of our uh, as our blessed mother. And so it's a choice, you know, as we you know wrap up the the mysteries of the rosary, it's the final mystery of of the rosary. Now, do you want to say yes to me? Do you want to say yes so I can be your mother and lead you to my son, Jesus? Uh, so if we pray all, you know, it's the 20th mystery of the rosary, right? Hopefully I did my math right. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's it's an opportunity is, yes, I want you as queen of my heart. I want you as my mother. Uh, as I said earlier, that uh, all our moms, you know, we're the ones that know how their heart sounds. Well, so does our mother, our blessed mother, know how our life sounds. And her heart, just like our mother's hearts, just beats for love for us. Uh, a love wanting our eternal good. Uh, our, uh, for us to, uh, to, be, to know how much we are loved uh, by God through her son, Jesus. Right. Well, and you just really gave me an aha with that final mystery. If you look at that, the glorious mysteries would be the final mysteries we would pray. Oh, you might throw the luminous. I'd throw the luminous in first and then the glorious, right? But then that crowning, how do I approach the king through the queen? And, and will she be the queen of my heart? Because Jesus is the king 
of my heart. And so I love that. I want to let our listeners know that on Tuesday, the feast day of the Queenship of Mary, the Coronation of Mary, the Marian Prayer Center, which always has a really beautiful gathering on these beautiful feast days, will be gathering for rosary at six and then the mass at 630 there at Marian Prayer Center. You'll be there to help kick things off with the rosary and then Holy Mass. And again, that's Tuesday night at the Marian Prayer Center. Why are these types of gatherings, particularly when we come together for prayer and the mass, these Marian and Eucharistic celebrations, so important for our spiritual growth? Well, again, uh, our the role of Our Lady has always been to bring others to her son, Jesus. You know, uh, she, she did that when he was immediately in the womb. You know, she immediately, as St. Luke records, in haste, she went to her cousin, Elizabeth, uh, to bring Jesus to the situation with uh, Elizabeth and, uh, and Zechariah. Uh, and then, and of course, and even in the luminous mystery of like a wedding piece of Cana, you know, do whatever he tells you, you know, she brought them, you know, this, uh, the wedding family, the, the bridegroom's family who were about to be in shame because they ran out of wine. They went to, she brought them to Jesus. Um, and so uh, there's no other better place uh, to, you know, to go to Our Lady the queen of our hearts, uh, to approach the king when we are in need, uh, when we are in trouble, uh, when there's this, um, when we just uh, find ourselves in a place where maybe we have run away, you know, maybe we have gotten ourselves into a mess, you know, we've, you know, we're just experiencing the, the difficulties and, you know, the tragedies of life. <laughs> I, 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 I know for myself is, uh, I told my mom recently this a couple a couple years ago. I said, you know, I actually call you for some reason for another reason, not just to check in, because there's something about a mother's voice. And I think when we celebrate these feasts of Our Lady, to hear her voice, to hear her presence, it it just there's something comforting about a mother uh, that then wants to do what's right. And Our Lady's role to do what's right is to bring them to her son Jesus. And so, having the rosary and then leading up to the celebration of the Eucharist. Is exactly the really the the ebb and flow of what Our Lady is all about. Go to Him. Let me bring you to Him. And so to to begin with the Rosary and then to celebrate the Eucharist and receive uh, Mary's Son, His Body, Blood, Soul, and Divinity in the Eucharist is a fitting uh, a way to celebrate these uh, uh, these feasts in which we just uh, in one way it's Mother's Day, you know, to say thank you to this uh, special woman in our life, uh, our Blessed Mother. Yeah, I love that Mother's Day. Get a reminder, the Queenship of Mary is celebrated this year on Tuesday. It's August 22nd, which is that beautiful octave between the Assumption and then you've got the Coronation or the Queenship of Mary. The Marian Prayer Center would love to see you there on King Road. In fact, if you go to rosarybowlnw.org, we've got information and the flyer for that special rosary and mass. So I'd encourage you to visit Father John Marshall there on that August 22nd. And Father, just thank you so much for spending spending a little time for being able to share and reflect and encourage us as we continue to grow in holiness to Jesus through Mary. Would you help us close with a prayer and your priestly blessing over our listeners? Be happy to. I'd be really happy to. I, uh, I, the last couple weeks has been, I've just been loving the, the memorare, you know, because a mother never forgets us. And so let us pray the memorare and then I offer my blessing in the name of the father and of the son and of the Holy spirit. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother, 
to thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Our Lady, Queen of Peace. Pray pray for for us. Thank you so much, Father John Marshall. God bless you. Have a beautiful August. Thank you. God bless you too.